0: This is a WKYT podcast.
1: All right, it is Friday afternoon, and that could only mean one thing for all you crazy sports fans out there. That is Facebook Live. Brian Milam, Lee K. Howard, and a busy, busy weekend for UK athletics and high school football tonight, things in between. But let's start with uh, basketball. The Wildcats take on Mount St. Mary's tonight, a Mount St. Mary's ball club that's just one and four on the season, and if there's ever a time The Cats need what looks like on paper a breather right now.
0: Yes, this is a big opportunity for the Wildcats to kind of, you know, say that they are the team that's ranked in the top 10 in the country. They're still in the top 10, right? Uh, they are a team that came into the season right number two moved up to number one and then of course that Evansville slip up has knocked them down and maybe knocked down some of their confidence just a little bit. So tonight is a great opportunity against Mount Saint Mary's for them to kind of get back to their winning ways and show that they are a top 10 team.
1: This is part of the BBN Classic Kentucky will play Lamar on Sunday and then take on UAB next week, so. It is a busy time and and for some of you that are wondering why a BBN classic spread out over a week and a half span. For all of us old timers who remember the UK IT back in the day when you had Kentucky you would have another tough opponent and then you would have what Dick Vitale would call two cupcakes well. In this case, you've got Kentucky and you've got three schools that are of lesser tier talent. Let's not fool ourselves on paper. But as we've seen, Kentucky has struggled the last two games, uh, certainly against Evansville losing and then Utah Valley. Uh, Shooting has been one of the easy uh, spots to look at this ball club. And I remember being at the SEC Media Days and Bruce Pearl and Tom Crean and a lot of coaches said this new three-point line will cause some problems. At the high school level, it's still 19.9, 19 feet, 9 inches. It is now 22 feet. Right. Now, for college guys who played last year at the 20 feet, 9 inch mark, maybe it's, it's a smaller adjustment. But I really think for the high school guys who are now freshmen, three feet, that's a, that's a long way to start chucking them from the cheap seats.
0: I will say this, though. As Kentucky has struggled a bit with its three-point shooting, A lot of the other teams that have been playing against Kentucky have not struggled shooting from the same exact line. So some of it is that some of it is the three-point line moving back. But I think some of it is just these Wildcats getting used to the rims at Rupp Arena. You got to remember, they don't practice at Rupp Arena. And so they don't have a ton of experience at Rupp Arena. And so these other teams come in to play the Kentucky Wildcats and they have nothing to lose, as John Calipari likes to say. And they shoot the lights out. Kentucky had just one three-pointer the other day against Utah Valley, and Utah Valley hit 11. So they're shooting from the same distance, uh, but they'll get used to it, and they'll be just fine. I think, Brian, another thing that has kind of plagued the Cats early on are injuries. No doubt. And that's something that you cannot plan for. And uh, Calipari had seven scholarship players the other night against Utah Valley. That's going to hurt any team. I don't care how good you are.
1: I will also be interested to see tonight. Khalil Whitney. Remember, he dislocated his finger. Yes. Yeah, at the time, your your adrenaline's going. You get back in the game. You may not feel it as much, but then you've got three days to go through practice. You've got to tape it up, do whatever. We'll see if that has any impact at all tonight, Uh, but it would be nice if some of these guys don't have to play 35 minutes, 36 minutes, 33 minutes, because Cal does like to use a bench if he has one. He just doesn't have one right now where scholarship players are concerned. And we
0: saw what the Cats can do the last time they played with a full complement of players, minus Dante Allen, who's going right. to be out for a little while, was the Michigan State game. And and you saw how well they played. And it allows those post players especially to play a little more freely, uh, you know. Sure. As they are right now with with just Nick and Nate as the only two post players, those guys can't afford fouls and so you have to limit kind of maybe your aggressiveness just a little bit. So just getting EJ Montgomery back and we don't know if he'll be back in this game tonight. But soon enough he should be back and that'll help out the team.
1: Emmanuel quickly also he missed the last game with a chest bruise sustained in practice. Um, One thing that you can also look at defensively and I asked this of Joel Justice. You can play defense, but as we have seen over the last several years early on in the year, Kentucky's guards have trouble stopping straight line drives, spread Mm -hmm. the floor, go right at the basket. There is great rim protection with Nick Richards and EJ Montgomery. If he's in there, even Nate Sestina to a degree, not a great shot blocker, but he can certainly alter shots. We've seen a lot of guards take it right at Ashton Hagen's and Whitney and Keon Brooks and Johnny Juzang. And Emmanuel quickly. They're driving by them and at least getting there. So if they miss it, they do have a chance to get the put back basket where Cal has said before just put it up on the rim. Get it. Right. And then our seven footers, our 6'11 guys, they can go attack. I think Kentucky's got to shore up that defense a little bit and make them chuck it from the cheap seats a little bit more.
0: Yeah, they should. And this should be a very good defensive team, especially with all the guards, the perimeter guys with some speed. And I think last year, that team ended up being a pretty good defensive team as well. And they had some spots, especially early in the season, mm-hmm. where people were going, you said this was going to be one of the best defensive teams. I mean, what what are we talking about? But I think it's the, the youth of the team. And uh, and also maybe part of that is the three-point line. Because the other thing you got to remember when you move the three-point line out, you also spread the defense that's out right. just a little that's bit. Exactly right. And, you know, I think that's also a reason, Brian, why some of these college guards, can go to the nba and eventually be more successful they always like to say your game fits the nba game a little bit better Mm -hmm. uh like even like a shea Gilgis alexander who is already good at getting to the rim when you spread that three-point line out even more that spreads out the offense it spreads out the defense and opens those bigger lanes to the bucket so i like the reason that they're doing that but it also does uh i guess hold people more accountable on defense
1: We are taking your questions, comments on Facebook Live for the next few minutes as we talk UK basketball, UK football, whatnot. Uh, Let's talk about the football Wildcats. Biggest game of the year is Mm -hmm. tomorrow. I know every game is the next biggest game, but this is a biggie because you're going to have potentially some bad weather. I know weather can't be bad or good, but we know you know what I'm talking about. It's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. It's going to be rainy, allegedly and the cats have to get a win to be bowl eligible you don't want to stub your toe against utah against ut martin and then next week here comes your arch rival who's played so much better than anybody ever thought
0: yeah you don't want to go in that louisville game knowing you have to win in order to make the postseason Mm -hmm. so this ut martin game is is massive for the wildcats this will be the fourth straight bowl game if they are to to get that sixth win and Uh, You know, speaking to Mark Stoops yesterday, I I asked him, you know, at first to get to that number six win. This was a big story like everybody was talking about it. Now four years in uh, four years in a row. This is almost old hat, but they've got to take it very seriously. UT Martin, not a bad team of of, they they beat EKU. They beat Murray State. They've won seven games this year. Of course, they don't have the talent overall as the Wildcats uh, as the Wildcats do, especially the depth, but they're a team. This will be their last game of the year, Brian. They're coming in here. They've got seven wins, like I said, there's no postseason at their level. So you know, they're going to put it all, all on the line. Excuse to me.
1: quote John Calipari, this is their Super Bowl. This is
0: their Super Bowl, right? <laughs> yeah, so th- th- that'll be a good game against UT Martin. And uh, you hate to say this, but Stoops was reminded of That's right. a couple of those games. You know, a couple of years ago, the Austin P game. Got down 14 nothing before anybody got their seat warm. Right, and Kentucky was playing to become bowl eligible at that time. You remember those EKU games they've oh, had some trouble with? Overtime. Um, yeah, his first season, the Western Kentucky game, they lost. Um, so... Stoops remembers these games you and he's to. not going to go into these games thinking, oh, this is uh, UT Martin. He He's going to have his guys
1: ready to play. No question. A win puts the Wildcats at six wins, makes them bowl eligible, which by today's standards you are going to be playing. In the postseason, the Louisville game is just icing on the cake, but certainly a game the Cats want to win. Tonight is high school football regional championship football. Uh, the winner goes to the state semifinals in Lexington. There are two teams still alive, and that is Douglas. They will take on the Southwestern Warriors. And for Tates Creek, it's Simon Kenton, and Simon Kenton's a team we have seen a lot of over the last several years, usually playing Scott County or Lafayette during the Walker Wood days Um, but how about Tate's Creek you were over there the other day they are excited not just to be there but it's been since I just first started in TV since they've been in the postseason basically
0: 2001 was the last time that they were at this round the region final round so Tate's Creek is really they've even exceeded their own goals this year and that's what they've talked about some teams set their goal at the beginning of the year as a state championship but they (laughs) set their goals you know they want to get to the second round and then they wanted to, to past the second round right. and get to this round. And, of course, now they just each week keep trying to set a new record. Uh, Luke Doobie, their quarterback, has been so impressive. Second in the state in passing yards, number one in Class 6A. And he's got a receiver, Miles Thomas, who I believe is a three-star wide receiver. Those two have developed a great connection. Sure and, of course, they've got a, a good team all around him. It's not just those two guys, but those two guys have kind of led the way, at least offensively. And uh, as as uh, coach Smith was telling me their defense has really come around and that's kind of been another reason why they've been able to make this push
1: and Douglas they will take on Southwestern Southwestern a team that was like one in four the first half of the regular season. Got lightning in a bottle they won five in a row they come in here ready to rock and roll they have beaten their arch rival Pulaski County twice in a month for a district title. And then for the number one seed and then for a district championship. So that's a team that is not intimidated probably by the name of Douglas and the resume the uh, Broncos have put up this year. They have shutting out a lot of people and keeping people uh, with low score totals. we also got Boyle County at Mm -hmm. home tonight. Somerset is at home. We will take a trip to Eastern Kentucky because there's a lot of football played all over the place. Wayne County, they traveled to Paintsville to take on Johnson Central. With the state's uh, single season, looks like the single season uh, scoring champion. And yeah. I mean, they've just, Madison Southern. Yeah, is another team. Southern. They they have a rematch with Covcath. Southern yeah. went to the state finals a few <clears throat> years ago. Now they go back up north in a rematch of those two programs. I love this time of the year, man.
0: That's fun. I mean, this yeah. is when when the cream really rises to the top. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, no every team that makes the playoffs. I mean, at least to the second round. They've had a good season, but now they're starting to separate themselves. And as we get closer and closer, it's always fun. And I I really like how they've done the receding this year Mm -hmm. for the third round because you're really going to get some good matchups.
1: Any certain comments? We we welcome your comments and your questions. And I know with Facebook Live, you can watch it now a little bit. You can watch it later on the replay, obviously. Uh, But we've had a great, uh, great response via Facebook Live for game time at 11 o'clock, for Facebook Live from obviously all across the country and all across the world. We've even had people from London, England watch who uh, have Georgetown roots. So (laughs) no matter where you are, you can find us.
0: Yeah, quite a few people watching and and just uh, listening to us talk today. But yeah, if if you're catching this, whether it be live or on replay,
1: Catch us again at 11 o'clock for the high school football show. Uh, It should be a fun time. We welcome all of your questions, comments. If they're the good comments, send them to me, bad, send them to Lee Kay. That's just the way it works. That's going to do it for now. We're going to get back to work, and we will see you at Rupp Arena tonight and on game time at 11 o'clock.